everyone, and welcome to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. I'm your host, the Crypto Coach, Blockchain Wayne. Today we're on site with Tim Williamson. Tim, thanks for joining us today. Great to be here. Awesome. Now, when I say on site, we're at the New Society. Now, if you're not familiar with the New Society, you'll know what it is by the end of this episode. But I was excited about this project when I first met Tim and the team here and what they're doing because it's not just another NFT project to say, hey, we minted an NFT and we, we sold a bunch on OpenSea or anywhere else, wherever you can mint. But there's actually true utility here. and But there's so much more to what you guys are doing than just the NFT, than just utility. So, Tim, before we get started, man, tell everybody about your background. I know you've got a rich background in the tech space. Yeah, well, well, well thanks for being here, and, uh, and uh, this is great to be on this journey together. Um, I mean, real quickly, I, you know, I'm born and raised in New Orleans. I did my walkabout, as all New Orleanians do, about 13 years to New York, Boston, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. Uh, launched my career in the in the financial services industry. Uh, started a couple companies in the internet business in the, the late '90s. Uh, came back home uh, to start uh, one of the first digital media uh, internet uh, news studios in '97. Yeah. I'm trying to explain what the yeah. internet was, uh, and that led a bunch of us to a bar. Uh, we we're all trying to launch internet companies here in New Orleans. Uh, we're all from New Orleans. We all moved away. We all went to different high schools. And we certainly didn't like each other, um, but we collectively believe that we need to start something here in New Orleans. So, mm -hmm. out of that, uh, we created something called the Idea Village, um, which uh, I was a founder and ran for 16 years, which is about fostering entrepreneurship in New Orleans and growing new companies. Um, and at the end of it, I, I ran the Town Speaking Unit over the last couple of years, and and this is basically, as you said, it, it's not really an NFT project. Right. It's actually the evolution of. 25 years of building this community and we felt that now is the time to put the pieces together and go after what's next and web3 blockchain ai or whatever is the next idea why can't the world be up front so that's what this place is all about awesome it's exciting i can tell you uh i've been a member here for a little bit utilize the space uh great space but also great people and uh definitely see so uh, today, the day we're recording this, this is obviously going to be published a little bit later, but the day we're recording this uh, is the launch of the next season. Yeah. So you want to explain to everybody what that is? And Well, yeah, actually, and, and to begin with, the, you know, what we're exploring is the utility of the NFT. Right. And so um, today what we're launching is the New Society Collective, which uh, in addition to be a beautiful piece of art, so Jaron Beasley created this one-of-a-kind uh, character, Nui, uh, and uh, Lindsay Roussel and Rachel Nado had used a Adobe AI programming to create 500 different attributes. So it's a, how do we explore art and technology and, and connect it to entrepreneurship? So today we're launching that collective and you'll be able to customize it. But what that really is, is your pass to what we're calling a season. You know, we're programming, well, New Orleans is great at seasons. We've got Mardi Gras yeah. season, Jazz Fest season, uh, Saints season, Hurricane season, everything's a season here. but. We've used September to May as a good time to, to engage everybody and create programming. So uh, we're launching a calendar from September to May. Uh, within that calendar will be content where people can learn about new industries, uh, will be happy hours, will be keynote speeches, will be events. But, but you know, Wayne, what the ultimate goal is, is for this group to meet new people, um, to learn new things. But at the end of the day, we want to launch new projects. This right. is about launching new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what happens when people come together. So uh, I'd like to back up, man. I kind of jumped right into it with what's yeah. going on today. 
but um, New Society, you guys started with um, Founders Tokens, right? Yeah. You saw 504, I yeah. think, was the initial yeah. allotment uh, in reference to 504, the area code. So, Well, you know, there was a, there's a nod back to a little bit, you know, when we started this, um, and I, you know, we've been involved in, in building the ecosystem, and over the last two years, you've seen some recent exits, so mm -hmm. some success. So about two and a half billion dollars worth of companies were uh, of wealth created, uh, which is probably about six hundred million dollars worth of three hundred local families. So there's a the beginning of a cycle of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And so I, I uh, Patrick Homer started a company called Lucid, which he sold for one point one billion, uh, and Zach Kupperman, who uh, is a great local developer, uh, he created St. Vincent's Hotel, mm -hmm. uh, The Drifter, and others. And so we came together and said, you know, it's time for a place, a physical place for this uh, movement. And secondarily, you know, we need to go after what's next. Now, that's a crazy idea. So we decided, yeah. you know, before we go all the way down the pathway, let's see who cares. And so, and, uh, yeah, you'll love this, May 4th of 22, 5.04, mm -hmm. at 5.04 p.m. Yeah, we launched uh, the founder token. So there was 504 of them. Uh, and we were looking for people who, um, you yeah, know, were bold enough to explore this. And, and Wayne, you know, you've been involved in this industry, but in New Orleans in May of 22, not many people no. understood this. So we spent from May to August onboarding 504 people onto, well, excuse me, probably 10 people who actually had a wallet and yeah. knew what they were doing. Everybody else, yeah. Which to me is a remarkable thing that New Orleans, as you know, that was the beginning of the decline and uh, the, the, the bear market seemed to begin the day we, we launched. <laughs> but you know what? You had people who were entrepreneurs, artists, business people, all different types of folks who showed up and I think the common thing is is a deep passion for the future of the world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely are passionate about the state, the city. You know, we all we definitely want to see things happen here instead of why does everything else have to happen elsewhere. Your Austins, your Floridas. I mean, we can learn from a lot of what they're doing, but we've got to grow it here because you're. I mean, right? There's not a there's not a better culture. Yeah. Than what's in New Orleans. Well, look, I'll tell you. Look, I I might be the old guy in this, but you know, having been involved with this for 25 years. And now is the perfect time. You actually have a remarkably strong ecosystem of support, whether there's consulting or capital or such. So there's a system to support all types of entrepreneurs. Secondarily, we've had success. As I said, two and a half billion dollars in the last year and a half is, you know, that may not be big in New York or New Orleans. That's that's sizable, and that's shown success, and we can do it. Um, but more importantly, what's interesting in the next couple of months, there's about a hundred million dollars worth of venture capital. Mm -hmm. That's been, it's a federal money coming through the state that's been approved to probably 10 to 15 different uh, organizations around the state. And that money is designed to start new ventures. Mm -hmm. um, the criteria is you got to be a Louisiana company, mm -hmm. you got to be below 500 comp uh, uh, employees, mm -hmm. which represents all st local small businesses. Um, but this is to fail, uh, excuse me, to start big ideas. You know, Wayne, that's a lot of money for this community, $100 million. And I think they have uh, up until 2026 to allocate that money. So for the first time since I've been around, this sort of flipped the script where now it's not about is there money, are there ideas? Yeah. And so how do we catalyze folks to explore Web3, blockchain, AI, green, blue, whatever is next. Yeah. Now's the time to go for it. Um, so I think the pieces are in place. It doesn't mean we are going to succeed, but in my opinion, we have all the right pieces in place 
and we can inspire a whole new renaissance of ideas coming out of the city in the next three years. So that's the goal. Oh, absolutely. Man, I, I can tell you how many times people have come with great ideas and like, where are we going to get the money? Now it's like the money's there. Let's bring the great ideas to it. So, well, yeah. I, and there's going to be, um, you know, the supply demand. The supply of capital is there. Mm-hmm. We need ideas. And mm-hmm. so I think this is the time if there's an entrepreneur in the state of Louisiana that's thinking about it, uh, want to learn about it, go learn something, identify a small problem or a big problem, build a team of folks, and go for it. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, 80% of the startups don't work, but mm-hmm. the 20% that do can transform a community. Yeah. So I think that's what we need to do as a, as a culture in Louisiana, be willing to fail, be willing to try. But there's no other better time, in my opinion, where you've got an ecosystem, you've got capital, and you've got a brand new technology that people don't really understand yet. Mm-hmm. That's the recipe for opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what I love about this. So you guys, so many projects start as in, we're in an NFT project and we're going to launch as an NFT project or just in crypto or blockchain in general. And I would challenge anyone listening to this, if you're in Louisiana or anywhere else and you're looking to start a business, figure out how to solve a real need, a problem, something that is going to be the way this technology is moving, then figure out how you can leverage those tools, right? The, the Whether it's NFTs, yeah. Web3, AI, blockchain, any of that, how can you leverage that to take your business ahead of everybody else? And even existing businesses right so they, they yeah. can they can learn from that well i think there's two things i think you know we launched it with an nft and i am not a, a web3 expert whatsoever but we thought if we're gonna you know we gotta sort of walk the walk and talk the talk if we're gonna talk about what's next mm-hmm. why not launch it with something completely new and what was interesting to see who showed up that it was hard. I mean, I mean, it's still hard. But a year and a half ago, to buy an NFT, you had to go to the bank, connect to the MetaMask. You had to, yeah. do, you know, and you know, we would get these calls like, "Where's my money?" Yeah, you know, it, it was. Yeah. Um, you had to really want to learn, mm-hmm. and so it was an interesting qualifier of folks. So one thing about an NFT, it does certainly uh, identify a different market of folks who really want to try new things. Secondarily, what we're fascinated by, which is happening today. Uh, is a common brand, so you know, mm-hmm. an, a, a, an NFT can create a brand for a community. Mm-hmm. So we're not building a community; we're just connecting one. Right. We're connecting True. existing community of folks and saying, "Let's just all have a brand together." And the opportunity to create a unique identity with it is interesting. And thirdly, the idea of, of the transparency. So we use that NFT as a way to make votes, make decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, that's compelling. You know, how do you yeah. actually make decisions together? You know, and lastly, you know, you know, we all believe, and we could be completely wrong, that there's going to be more adoption into mm-hmm. more people have wallets. So, yeah. and then when they have wallets, you're going to have more people start to create projects to sell to those folks. Mm-hmm. So that's the wide open business. That when it goes from whether it's 25 million wallets now to a, a billion wallets, and every Apple phone has it, that's like the yeah. iPhone. Yeah. And, you know, so I think we're just preparing New Orleans for that next new distribution channel. Let's learn about it. Let's build relationships, which I think an opportunity is with, with artists and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. How do you build those relationships? And when the distribution grows, let's go for it. Yeah. Yeah, and it couldn't be a better better community. I mean, New Orleans is so rich in culture that I think culture combined with tech is what's really going to attract people. Tech in itself is, I mean, it's, it's, it's sexy to some people, but most people aren't attracted to that. But culture, 
I mean, that's why, I don't know if I ever told you, I, I, I moved out of the state for a little while, working for a company that relocated me to Florida for a while, and I could not wait yeah. to get back to Louisiana, yeah. you know, just because, and I was in beautiful southern Florida, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, it's not... It's not the roads. Yeah. It's not the weather. It's the people, you know? Well, I mean, the numbers are clear. I mean, we have yeah. 19 million people come to uh, New Orleans every year spending $10 billion. Uh, they're spending them on our food, art, music, and experiences. Yeah. So there's a built-in market. Mm-hmm. Now, what percentage of that market is buying digital projects? Relatively small. Small. I don't think, because people aren't creating it. Yeah. So what happens when our artists and our musicians and Jazz Fest or Mardi Gras and all these other rich, rich organizations where people are already spending money, mm-hmm. when they start to say, why not buy my digital piece of art? Mm-hmm. Well, I've got this song. So you, you know, we're not going to get 100% of that money, but you've got a percentage of the people already coming here and already spending money and coming up with unique products within the digital space. It feels like an opportunity. Yeah. And that's what we just want to say. It's, it's coming. Get ready. Um, and let's you know, let's have some fun. Yeah, and you touch on something that's definitely, I feel, is a pain point in this industry right now, is the wallets. You mentioned MetaMask and having to connect and all that. And you know, here we are, what a little over a year and some change later, it's still there's some wallets that are a little bit easier. Looks like MetaMask is incorporating some Visa yeah. features. Uh, but as those wallets get easier to use, not just use but set up, yeah. right where. Someone doesn't have to worry about where do I write down the seed phrase. If you teach me at a bar how to set up a wallet and I go to set up that wallet and now I've got the seed phrase that's telling me to write it somewhere, yeah. what do I do? Uh, Raina's got a story. One of, you know, one of the members, one of the founding members here, She uh, when she met Jason, uh, he helped her set up a wallet and she wrote her seed phrase on a bar napkin. Yeah. <laughs> or napkin or receipt. But anyway, um, but those solutions are coming to yeah. where... I've seen one guy that was able, he's building a solution where you can encrypt it with your biometrics from your phone. Yeah. Or another guy to where it actually generates multiple QR codes. Yeah. Say it'll generate five QR codes for you, and you just, if you ever need to restore the wallet, you need at least three of the five. Yeah. So you print those later, disperse them where you need them dispersed, and you can restore those wallets to where it makes it easier. And all that to say, we've got to have wallets that are so easy for people to use, they may not even realize to them that they're setting up a wallet or that it's as easy as if I want to join, say like a, I don't know, like Walmart loyalty rewards program, all I've got to do is set up an email password and I'm in, right? Uh, all those extra steps to set up a wallet build friction. And as those break down, we're going to see, I think we're going to see a ton of people move into this space. And you mentioned like selling NFTs. I like to tell business owners all the time, you can utilize NFTs. They don't, you don't have to sell them. They never have to sell for anything. You can distribute them to your loyal, you know, most yeah. loyal customers, and then that could be your marketing arm. Maybe you give them a discount when they show that NFT yeah. certain times, or um, which one of them? I was telling somebody about the other day at a meetup. I was telling them about the uh, the Nola Brewery one, which yeah. is part of the membership package yeah. here. You got a uh, the the Nola Brewery yeah. NFT. Well, I think you know, and what you're saying, you know, our stance here, we're not creating these projects for people to trade them. Right. This is access to New Orleans' culture. Yeah. And, you know, we think that's value in itself. I mean, the utility of New Orleans is our food, music, art, yeah. and experiences. So we hope people never sell them. Right. And, and this is just as you're building it in value. But, you know, we're trying a bunch of different things. Yeah. And one of them was one of the members owns Nola Brewery, which is a, a great local brewery here in New Orleans. And so we came up with a, a, a new brand called New Brew. Yeah. And that's just, we made that up. Yeah, that's just a, 
N-I-E-U-X-B-R-I-U-X-M. What he's doing is he put it on the menu and it's a way for him to experiment with his customers. So he's just trying new things. Yeah. So he's trying new beer. So if you walk in with a, you know, with a, new, a, a new brew NFT, yeah. you show it, you get to try it. Yeah. Uh, and then once a year, he's going to be brewing a special brew and then you'll be able to get, order beer with your NFT on the label. So you'll have your own brand of beer. Okay. Now this is two things. One is you own that brand. So the idea you can have your own bottle of number 395, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But secondarily, connecting the art to a business. Right. So it, it's, it's commerce. Art plus that's beer, lot, yeah. you can make some money. So that's, that's just one idea, but you can sort of think about it. We could tie art to every single business in this community. And mm -hmm. what if the artists start making more money? Yeah. So that's the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, because more people are going to be leaning on them for the art creation. Um, and then if there's ever resales of something, you know, that there's always could yeah. be a royalty split. But like you said earlier, man, it was so I had heard about you guys starting New Society. A lot of people that were getting involved, uh, Raina and others, uh, when, when they were at Gilded. And at the time you guys launched, I was in the process of rebuilding my home after yeah. the storm. And so I didn't really do much. So a year later, we connected. I decided to join. Um, but I can tell you uh, from Raina was telling me, she said, you need to come by and check it out. And then also Ben, ben Left was telling me to come yeah. by as well. And first thing, I, I went to OpenSea and I went to see, all right, can I just buy one of these founder tokens? And you're right. Nobody's selling them. It was, it, was, it was not something that was a project that people just bought. And most NFTs in the past, not knocking any other projects, most people are buying them. For a floor price or what they can sell it at in the future yeah and this was different you know that that's what i found because i couldn't find one for sale because the people that bought it they weren't they weren't all people that were only in it because it was crypto or nft most of them didn't even have a wallet yeah. said. so that's I, I think you know it's back to if you're building a it can't be launching an nft project what are you really doing right you know, what, what's the real vision you're trying to do the nft is just a tool to to get there and you know the idea of inspiring a renaissance in New Orleans. That's what we believe. If you say that there's capital and there's technology and there's entrepreneurs, those are the, the ingredients for a renaissance in a community. But that's a crazy idea that we could all be part of inspiring something remarkable. But your NFT now is your proof you were there. Mm -hmm. You know, what if it works? We always talk about it. But yeah. if this works, if 10 years from now we're talking, our kids are saying, oh my gosh, you know, my dad was involved in this thing. How do you know? Wait, look yeah, at his thing. It's on chain, right? It's on yeah. chain, right? Yeah. So, you know, and, and second that you don't, if you don't sell it, because we're just beginning. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the, you know, we're talking about the campus and building that out and all the other projects, but we hope no one ever sells them. Um, and that these become, uh, you know, it shows who really was there at, at a crazy time in this yeah. market. So, yeah, and I love that, man. The, the sayings you, uh, you know, what if it works? Yeah. Is, that, is that a Tim? Original or, or something you heard and decided to keep sharing? Cause well, that, that's actually a, 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 a nod to some experiences we had when we first started out 20 years ago where mm -hmm. we were trying to launch this entrepreneurial effort in New Orleans and we went to the head of the chamber and we asked, you know, we thought the chamber should fund it. He said, we don't have any money. And we went back a couple weeks later and says, can we, can we house this thing in your 20,000 square foot mahogany office? And he goes, we don't have any space, which I didn't really believe. That's all yeah. space. But we went back like a couple weeks later and I said, look, Bob, I just, I just want you to endorse entrepreneurship. It creates new jobs. It's great for the community. It's tough. And he goes, let me think about it. And I go, what do you got to think about? And he said, lean back. He says, Tim, well, you know, what if this thing fails? 
you know, what if what you guys are doing fails and we, you know, we take a credibility hit? And so I went back to the guys and said, I think I found the problem. Why we have the worst education system, crime, corruption, and the saints stink. You know, it's Bob. How dare the head of the business community tell a bunch of young entrepreneurs what they fail? So, yeah. So the what if it works is just a mindset that if an entrepreneur is pitching you, mm-hmm. you know, if you're thinking what if this works, you know, if, if you, you know, versus it's a different what mindset, it, yeah. It's, it's, I, you know, I would argue on a broader thing that might be the the, the, the issues with our culture. We have a what if it fails mm-hmm. concept versus if we all became what if it works, you would give these. It would create a culture of people trying more stuff. Right. You know, you're it's so true because you know failure, failures can lead to great things. It's only a, a, a true failure if there's nothing gained, nothing learned from it. Yeah. And I think uh, we need to redefine what failure is for people because they think uh, if I open a business and then I have to shut it down, I failed. Yeah. What did you learn? Did you did did something give you an education along the way to where now you know okay I can try this differently? Yeah. Well, great cultures. Um, I hate to say celebrate failure. They they encourage trying and trying and trying until mm-hmm. you get it. You know, I, I, I sort of tell a story, you know, going to the Saints game with my dad, and you know, we'd be up by, 20, Saints would be up by 21 points with three minutes to go. He goes, they're going to lose. Yeah. You know, and they did. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 I loved it. <laughs> but we grew up, if you're yeah. from here, losing was what we expected. And yeah. then, you know, you got the Breeze, Peyton area, three minutes to go, we're down by 21, we're going to win. Yeah. And we did. Yeah. So I, it, it was a mindset that I think that we could help foster. That I hope my kid, who's you know a, a, a junior in, co- in high school, you know, I always tell him just just what if it works? I mean, if you if you believe mm-hmm. we can work, that's half the game. Right. So I think you know that token is is not an NFT. It's just a badge saying, you know, I I want to foster an environment where things can tr- we can actually succeed there. So. Yeah. So it's bigger than, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to minimize the NFT. The NFT is meant to be a, um, it, it's a, it's a pathway to a bigger vision. Yeah. Um, and so we're just, you know, today we're just beginning a second cycle of it. Nice, nice. And that, that's the message I want people to get because I talk to people about NFTs, and a lot of times I get that eye roll. The ones that have heard of it, because they hear about the board apes and others, yeah. and realize that it's not even about the NFT. Is just a digital way to signify. That you're a part of it, that you're on it, you can always verify. Yeah. Um, you know, you can trace who's been there, who's done that. Yeah. Uh, but it's so much more about everything else. And and I've talked to uh, people I know in different areas after experiencing the new society and the campus here, and saying you guys need to think about something like this for your area. Yeah. And um, you know, don't start with the tech. Start with what do you want to be known for? What do you want to build? What do you want to, you know, I always say build a community around, but you're right. Take the community and, and unite them together. Uh, but what do you want to do with that? So that would be my challenge to anybody listening to this, wherever you are in the country, in the United States or outside of the United States, is don't just focus on, oh, I want to launch an NFT project to because I want to sell some NFTs. What can you really offer to society, to culture, to people? Um, and that common goal, that's what I like about here, the, you know, the, the mindset, what if it works? Yeah. That's a great mindset. It, it's a different shift. And uh, the stickers I've seen all over the place, I even put one on my laptop here. What's next, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, start thinking about that. What's next? Uh, because so many people are worried about the the right now are harping on past failures and, and things that happened in the past. Forget about that. What's next? Well, look, I think, you know, like I said, uh, there's an opportunity about what's next is over the last, even in six months, 
since we, you know, when, we, when we've been doing this, this concept of AI has emerged. Yeah. And that, I don't know if you were, when, during Mardi Gras, that was just a thing we tried out, the, the Mardi Gras NFT, just to, you know, everybody do their own. But what I have seen in the last six months is sort of this shift from where productivity is not as valued as creativity. Yeah. So you don't need to be the most productive person because someone can use this technology program to do it faster. It's forcing people's creativity. You know, who's more creative? True. And so the opportunity to build artists, connect artists to entrepreneurs. When I see an NFT, I see artists and entrepreneurs come together. Because you need an artist to put it together. You need an mm -hmm. entrepreneur to figure out how to make money. Yeah. So the opportunity to use this new technology to bring two different groups together mm -hmm. to start to uh, um, you know, create new things together. Now you add in a hundred million dollars of, of, of gas. Mm -hmm. That's what I think people should be looking at. It's not a way to make money now. It's a way to connect people. Yeah, um, the money will come. Well, yeah, or just, just no, just deliver on your promise. Yeah, and, and and it it could not work, but that's right. okay. Mm -hmm. But don't sell something and run. At, at least try. Yeah, true, um, true, true. Tell man, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure talking yeah. about new society. I'm excited about what's going to happen this next season and to come. Uh, not just in the building, you're right, but from everybody and what's going to get launched out of this movement, uh, and and who's going to take advantage of those funds you mentioned here in Louisiana. So before we wrap up, any final words for anyone maybe listening? Yeah, I, th I think if you're from New Orleans, Louisiana, I think you know, you know, the good news is we're in the game. That you know we've got, as I said, the strong ecosystem. You've got um, a, a collaborative group. You've got artists at the table. You've got new technology. You got capital. So the pieces mm -hmm. are in place. What's interesting is you know the Super Bowl will be here in 2025. So February 2025. And that was interesting. The last time they were here, they were talking about Katrina. Mm -hmm. You know the recovery. Oh, look how good. My question is for everybody: You got a year and a half. What are you going to do? There's a, there's a year and a half scale. Yeah. You know, now's the time to build, now's the time to launch, but imagine when the world's got their spotlight on New Orleans. What's the message and what are you going to do? Mm. Um, are we going to talk about the potholes? Are we going to talk about the crime? Or are we going to talk about this explosion of creativity? So I think sure. it's a, a, a call to action for this community. Do you want to go for it or not? This is the time. Yeah, absolutely, man. Tim, great thing. So some people may be listening to this in Louisiana. Yeah. So let's start with tell them where physically they can yeah. find the New Society yeah. campus. New and, and by the way, you don't have to be in Louisiana to be part of the New Society. This is anybody around the world. Right, sure. Just two things, you know. You gotta have some passion for New Orleans and just don't be a jerk. You know, don't be a <laughs> jerk. But, um, you know, first our website is new.xyz, N-I-E-U-X.xyz. We're on Twitter at New Society. Uh, we're actually physically located at 2040 St. Charles Avenue, right on the parade route, as you know. So it's a yeah, the, the members also get a, a great home base from Mardi Gras, so yeah. you need to go to the bathroom or drink a beer or whatever it may be. But, you know, it is, we decide to plant a flag on St. Charles Avenue to say we're here. So, Awesome. Awesome. Definitely follow. I got all the information in the description. Uh, follow New Society on all their social channels. Check out the website. And if you're nearby, come by for a visit. These the guys are here. What hours are you guys here? Right yeah, now? well, I mean, we, people work out here from eight to four, and then we're going to start from four to seven, like a little happy hour. But so, uh, awesome. But yeah, let's get going. Yeah, come on by. So, Tim, thanks for your time today. Definitely been a pleasure. This is a project I wanted our uh, um, a, a community. I wanted people to find out about and learn more about, it. and hopefully more people will take note. 
all around the world, you know, look at new society and this could be a blueprint of, of things that can, can be, you know, planted in other areas, other areas of the state. Yeah. Others area outside, um, you know, what's next? I guess is the question. 100%. I think you'll see a whole network of cities around the country connect around what's next. And it'd be great if New Orleans were just connected like a mm -hmm. league, a new mm -hmm. league of people doing stuff. So awesome. they got to start one at a time. So awesome. Thanks cool. for being here. Tim, yeah. thanks again. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode. All right.